0: This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for October 17th, 2011, Episode 25, The One-Year Anniversary. To another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. As always, I am joined by my co host, Sound Defense. Uh, uh, Ah, darn it. And as always, he is not prepared for the throw (laughs) that I give him at the start of every show. Sound Uh, Defense. I I always think I'm going to say something and then I don't. Sound Defense, what is today? Today is. Don't say uh, Friday. It's
1: Saturday, first off. (laughs) Okay, it's Saturday. (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. Spoilers.
2: Okay, for real though, today is. It marks the uh More or less, the anniversary of the Rhythm Authors podcast. We started this just about a year ago, Do you roughly know the exact around day? here. No, because well, I did. I, I can't remember <laughs> what I did like two days ago.
0: We started the podcast on October twentieth, twenty ten. It's currently October fourteenth, but this will be released on the seventeenth. <laughs> so that's about as close as we're going to get. Yeah. So it's as close as we're going to get. Um, we're technically one behind. Which is kind of weird because I thought we missed two weeks. <laughs> we d- we did at one point or another. I thought we missed two weeks, but for some reason we're one behind where we should be. So probably I don't know.
2: because we had that special end drama to cast.
0: But I made but I made that eight point five.
2: Oh well, then so I
0: don't know. I don't know how we managed this. But someone we, go through and did, figure out. Did we it like
2: out. skip number thirteen or something?
0: I hope not. I, did, I looked through and made sure we didn't skip anything. Anyway, some news this week in terms of rock band. First of all. Okay. Can, can I, get I in think we just ignore oh, the yeah. third guy that's here. It's all
1: we forgot. Aww. So, uh,
0: in, t- in uh, I forgot to even announce this. Alright, whatever. In, on- <laughs> in honor of this one year anniversary, we're making this a Rhythm Authors episode. As if every episode isn't already a Rhythm Authors episode.
2: This is 50% more Rhythm Authors. <laughs> this is like 89%
0: episodes. more Rhythm Authors because, uh, in addition to our guest, who I'll get to in a minute, we're going to have clips from other Rhythm Authors people talking about their experience over the past couple of years working on a rock band network. But first, let's get to our special guest, all the way from jolly old England. Yep. Zeno
1: Yes. Hello.
0: AKA Jake, which is probably how we'll refer to him from
1: now on because it's easier. <laughs> well, it's just because you don't like Zeno. Oh, Zeno, rather Jesus.
2: No, it's it's because I'm gonna say Zeno and screw it up. I I know it. <laughs> okay, well if whatever. we can get
0: through this, if we can both get through this podcast without calling you Zeno at any point, <laughs> that would be perfect. I
1: don't mind. I don't mind really. I do a bit, but I'll, I won't complain.
0: Yes, but as Sound Defense was saying, this has now become the cultural episode of the Rhythm Dodgers podcast, the most cultural one you have. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually I guess the one we had Paolo on was kind of cultural too. just since but now we, are... we have
2: tea and crumpets. Oh God! And bad
0: teeth and
1: what oh, are the, what are the horrible stereotypes do you have about us?
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome voices. I don't know. Um, Thanks, guys. As for actual news, which I tried to throw to earlier for some stupid reason, PS3 is getting double base versions. Oh uh, yeah! At last! yeah. yeah At yeah. last! Sound yeah. offense? Do you think this is a good idea? Uh, f- well, as long as it's as on a PS3 360- user.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're on the it's on the 360 you might as well go to the ps3 i guess but i'd still rather there be uh a, a, some double bass solution that's integrated into you know every single song
0: mm-hmm. do you feel that this might hinder that in the future or is uh... it just more steps down the same road that we're already going down
2: yeah i i, I think this is not necessarily dooming in any way i think it's just a yeah, I think it's just about on the same level that we've been already. I don't
0: think it's particularly any worse or any better than before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bring this up mostly because three of the five songs that were chosen to be the first double, be- double bass pedal songs on the PS3 were our songs. Yay! Woo! Small clap for everybody. Um, <laughs> those tracks are your-, your Troubles Will Cease and Fortune Will Smile Upon You. Awesome song.
1: Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I was just giving a little review there.
0: <laughs> Alaska by Between the Bear and Me and Morte et Dabo by Asking Alexandria. So Jake, do you have any thoughts? Um what about the two the times? Double pedal, pedal, pedal? The,
1: pedal, double, the pedal. movement to double bass.
0: Uh to PS3 and you know, do you think that's a good idea? Should they just be spending their time doing new songs instead of doing these double bass versions? Well,
1: I don't necessarily think that it closes the avenue, you know, to actually getting a dedicated double bass version, but you Know, uh, yeah, it's just an alternative for PS3 users, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, because Harmonix just treats them as separate songs anyway, so it's just right. essentially that. Though, I don't know, um, you know, how the, there's only a five song limit, you know, for the PS3 yeah. each week. I don't know, how, like, how they managed to
0: get ten. extend that, yeah. <laughs> I don't either, which is really weird. It makes me wonder, like, if they could always if- do it. Well, if they could always do it, or if this was a special case where they're like, we can do it this one time, or if they somehow got permission because they were all repeat songs. Yeah. I don't know. It's int- Well, I guess they aren't all, because Asking Alexandria came out a while ago on that, apparently. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know. It's yeah, interesting.
2: My-, my concern is uh, uh, the fact that, you know, on the 360, you can have you know a double bass version following up on the regular one very soon oftentimes in the same store update whereas on the uh the playstation store i they'd probably uh, be spread I'd, out a lot more yeah I, I don't know if it's gonna be you know as uh, close in terms of release and that could you know annoy a lot of people who you know they buy the original song because they don't know if the double bass one's ever going to come out and then if it does they're like crap i gotta buy another song
0: that is a good point. It's a lot harder to know if songs will, double bass versions of songs will get their microphones moved.
2: So I, suppose, bad, I, to- I suppose
3: before, <laughs>
1: you would assume that double bass versions aren't going to come out with the PS3? Because, I mean, they never have before, have they? They just
0: don't sell enough for them to watch. Yeah, I mean, they really don't sell enough, but there was a public outcry for it on the forums, so, so they decided to do it. I to make a special case. Well,
2: like, I guess they picked some uh, really. I, I guess this, the standard of sales is just going to be that much higher
0: for the double bass songs. Mm-hmm, perhaps um moving on we have some actual news rock band's facebook page finally reached two million likes on facebook that's a lot of likes that is about two million so more likes, likes than i have on facebook
2: i remember how long it took them to get there it's like hey if you announce this uh if we get to two million likes in the next few days we'll announce four people and then after that
0: three and then after that two that then did not like work, three
2: it? weeks later yeah.
0: <laughs> they finally reached it and so they only announced one person right yes right Yep. Elvis more Daryl Ackerman <laughs> oh god no that's not true in fact they announced four new bands coming to rock band at some point uh, Jake do you want to go through those
1: uh, yeah we've got Coldplay which is coming out on Tuesday Who mm-hmm. are coming out on Tuesday that's actually better grammar there um, <laughs> we got Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Um, we've got one Dream Theater song, and the other guys, which are Breaking Benjamin. Yes, four, excellent. Uh, four.
2: Very
0: nice. You remember them all, all right? Is what's everyone's favorite out of this list that they're excited for? Um, uh, well, Stevie I Wonder
2: guess... for me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's it's it might you know I don't really know. Uh, it, <laughs> it's probably a toss up between uh, Stevie Wonder and Dream Theater for me because I don't know a whole lot from either one but i'd lean towards dv wonder because there are some particular songs of his that i would really like to play
1: you know what? Mm-hmm. that's
2: exactly my reasoning as well
1: if it was home
2: by dream theater i would love that because that song is amazing
0: mm-hmm. has anyone heard that i don't I've, listen to Theater. <laughs> i've heard
2: it once or twice uh, somebody made a drum custom of it and some guy plays it every once in a while
0: mm-hmm. i've seen that so what are your thoughts on the fact that it's going to be pull me under
2: It it so is. It so is.
0: (laughs) Or something off the new album. Would you accept something off the new album, at least? Which also seems likely.
1: I would. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a massive Dream Theater fan, so it doesn't Mm -hmm. really concern me. (laughs) Just anything will do. Anything will do. If it's good on drums, I might get it.
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. some Dream Theater I like, like Panic Attack is still one of my favorite songs. I played that like an hour ago. Just a little
0: little tidbit there. (laughs) Nice.
2: Uh, other ones like uh, uh, somebody the first dream theater song I ever listened to was a change of seasons and I was thoroughly unimpressed. So, you know, s- some stuff's good, mm-hmm. some stuff's bad, so I'd have to wait and see. I can't say there's anything in particular that I want to hear
0: from them because I don't know. As long as it's not pull me under though. Please no. <laughs> um, I will be the odd man out and actually, actually say that Breaking Benjamin is the band that I'm most excited for because the last Breaking Benjamin pack was fantastic on drums. So yeah, I'm i heard very, that. But I don't
1: have any of it. Um yeah. what was I'm the, very what was interested the, in anymore. What was the Breaking Benjamin song from Halo 2? That was good. Uh, blow me away. Yeah, did that actually come out like as an official release?
0: By then, sort of. Like that's the weird thing. I was looking this up recently. Um, they did another version of it with. Female harmonies, and then that has actually come out on their latest release. Oh, I think that's pretty cool. Which is is weird since Halo 2 came out like five years ago. (laughs) Maybe it'll be that version if they if it is in the pack or whatever. Right. Uh, I based on the re-release of it, um, I would almost guarantee that it is in the next pack. But I would have said the same thing about Speed of Sound, and that's not in the Coldplay pack, so.
2: Uh, for me, Breaking Benjamin begins and ends with So Cold. That's Aww. my only real concern. Maybe Diary of Jane, too. But I just don't know anything about those guys.
0: Did you play Halo 2? Nope. Alright, well if you did, you would know. Blow me away. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I played a portion of Halo 2. I never got to the part where you play as the Covenant.
0: Oh, alright. Um, you might still have heard it then, maybe. Well, I can't I only... remember it. Yeah, but you can't remember it. Um, So... Before we go to the song portion of this episode, I want to go through and figure out what our top three favorite songs that we've worked on so far with the company, uh, starting with Sound Defense. Oh,
2: starting with me? Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's starting It's a good thing I did this like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't well, tell it's them a good thing I tol- <laughs> It's a good thing I told Jake 10 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. He's <laughs> supposed to be like, oh no, I
1: planned this out for weeks and weeks.
0: <laughs> Fortunately, all this stuff is listed. We're just pulling back the
2: veil on this one. Yeah. Uh speaking of Veil... Oh, oh I knew actually, it. I, no. I was
3: waiting no. for that to
2: happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually no. That, that was a bad segue, cause that is not number three. Biggest cliche. Uh, uh, my number three is actually uh, I authored vocals for one of our quartered songs, Walks Like a Ghost. Oh god, that,
1: that song is so good.
2: <laughs> I agree. It really is good. That I didn't like it as much at first, but it, it grew on me so fast and uh it was one of my first experiences doing really cool uh, three-part harmonies with a lot of voices and you know epic chords going on and also i didn't have any of the lyrics on me so <laughs> I, I sort of had to piece them together and it was like a puzzle sort of and uh, it was more satisfying than it should have been to be honest
0: yeah i really love walks like a ghost i uh, got <sighs> me too i ri- it's really close to africa in my opinion in terms of how much I enjoy that song. You
1: know what, yes. I, I'd say it might even
2: surpass it for me. I really love The Like a Ghost.
0: I do too. It's, it's really close to the final it.
2: It's a really good song. I like it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number two was, it was a Pro Keys song I worked on. Uh, I, I, it's by Blackguard. I could have put almost any Blackguard song into this list, honestly, because they are all really awesome on Pro Keys. Something they do. But uh, I went with This Round's On Me. This
0: rounds on me. Oh, yes. I figured. I figured it was gonna be firefight. <laughs> I thought it was
2: gonna be firefight as well. Uh, it, it have, I know. I have vastly prefer firefight to this rounds on me. It's it's my favorite Black Art song, but this one was uh, more fun to work with on the vo- on the keys part, especially when I got to the like the stupidly fast uh, triplets going up and down. And this it's it's just so much fun at the time because it was so mean.
0: <laughs> that is a good point. And uh, the Black Art stuff is really like their key their keywork is really good. Um and mm-hmm. probably the strongest part of the band in my opinion.
2: Oh yeah, it it really like takes their music into another dimension for me. It just adds that level of musicality that I always really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and number 1, uh I think you, we can all guess what this is going to be at this
0: point. Uh remember by Genium. <laughs> okay, no. Uh it's <laughs> no.
2: I said this wasn't number three on my list. It is number one. It is Veil of Illumination by Andromeda.
0: I'm surprised Kay. you'd put this on your... Uh, I would think you would put this on your top three list of songs I never want to author again because, my God, that took so long. <laughs>
2: okay, that would be part two. <laughs> part two was, oh my God. I,
0: All right, fair enough. That,
2: that was a complete nightmare. Part one was the first key song I ever did, and I actually only transcribed the keys for the first one part, mm-hmm. but it, it's just like... You know, can you imagine, like, you know, uh, like, you're given a orchestral song to transcribe and it's some, re- like, it's the first time you've ever done it in this ridiculous Beethoven symphony or something that's, like, impossible to do. And that was sort of how I was feeling going into this. It's like, my very first keys song, and they give me this, and it's just like, the keys are everywhere, and they're happening all over the place, and oh my god. They really didn't slow just, you
0: into this one. No, they,
2: <laughs> they just threw me in headfirst, and yeah. I was just... Ah, oh, God! I was I was like laughing for the half the time I did this song because it was is... so stupidly hard. It,
0: that is true. I mean, it is just dumb how difficult it, it is. But you have a superpower
1: of perfect pitch. Like you know, yeah. you are a superhero. Uh, it's
2: insane. Uh, thank you.
0: If only, uh, if only that made him do it faster. <laughs> yeah, actually,
2: it actually it does help me go uh, pretty fast in songs like this because mm. I'm really good at identifying intervals, which helped out a lot in this song. So it. It, it went really fast, and there were no particularly tough parts about it, and my only regret in this song is that there's this one point where, like, we have, like, 64th notes going back and forth on the keyboard, and we had to trim those down, and it was a sad day. <laughs> oh, I think I know notes. exactly
1: what part you are talking about so, as
2: yeah. well. Yeah, I think it's, like, measure 92 or something. To be fair,
0: 64th notes are pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: it, it was, like, hilarious, but it was justification for letting us do some parts of this song one-handed.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, Jake, what kind of stuff do you have?
2: Oh, is this is my three. Um,
0: yeah, this is your three. Throwing to you now. I'm done with sound defense. I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I don't really have them in any sort of order, so I will go with um, demons with Ryu. Is it Ryu? Is it
0: Ryu? Is it Ryu? Is it Ryu? Uh, I believe it's Ryu. I've, Ryu. I've, heard, I've heard both, but <laughs>
2: Ryu, Ryu comes more from people who know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, Ryu comes mostly from ten-year-olds. <laughs>
2: Robot chicken. Well, I went for Ryu, <laughs> <Robot
0: chicken. laughs> I'm proud of Rio. Yeah, so Rio Ryu. So, it Rio,
1: um, by Amur, isn't it? Yeah, You're that's
0: pretty, pretty sure. That's
1: right, that's right. yeah. Um, I did the drums on the, the venue for this song, actually, and I mean, I really like the venue for it. I, I know I'm blowing my own trumpet there, but there's just something about it. <laughs> well,
0: it's sort of what we're doing. I yeah. mean, <laughs> if we're talking about stuff that we enjoy doing, I think we're all pretty proud of the, uh, the work that we got out of it.
1: Well, yeah, you know? I, I, I mean, I'm the venue monkey for Rhythm authors nowadays. I, I used to be the one, the one that did all the drums just for so long. but um, yeah, I, took,
0: I took that spot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm kind of annoyed by that, you know? I know. I, I think it was around Vale, actually. I can't
0: do, I can't do venue, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was when um, I did the venue for Vail that I started getting a ridiculous amount of um, venue assignments after that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't
2: have been so good at
1: it. Well, <laughs> I learned. The Everyone curse else of, the curse learn. of being good at it. Oh man, um, but yeah. I mean, I don't mind doing venue. I mean, I, doing Overdrive is the best part of venue, easily. I know. <laughs> I know it's a total tangent, but it's just so fun. I really put a lot of effort into, um, you know, getting proper um, unison bonuses correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to put a lot of effort into that. But um, right. yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean.
0: No, 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 I follow.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I talking about? Demons of the Ryu, yeah. But you had a good time doing it. I did, I did. Just like mm-hmm. every other drum song. Hint, hint. <laughs> every
0: other drum song?
1: Um. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Before I moved to university, I had to do um, Unstoppable by those guys. Uh, Light oh, Light yeah. Line All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. Line All-Stars. And that was that single was- stem, and... Oh, that was single stem. It was single stem, oh, and you God. know... That'd be murder. Yeah, remember Fly on the Wall? How that was, like, yeah, two yeah. drum parts over? That was, yeah. um... Unstoppable was, like, three. Seriously. Yeah. It's so difficult, and I... Because um, I was moving to uni, um... The Alex only gave me two days to do this, so... <laughs> it was so <laughs> difficult, and it was one of my very that first assignments funny. as well. Oh, that, that was bad drum authoring, yeah.
0: I certainly don't author... Or, uh, author? I certainly don't envy, uh, that situation. That sucked. What's your uh, second song, then?
1: Um, My second song will be um, Morte Adabo by Asking Alexandria. Uh,
0: Nice. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I want to mention this on the podcast. One of the Dream Theater songs from the new album has that intro from Morte Adabo in it. Really? Wow. Yes, it does. (laughs) It's like the exact same.
1: Because people will think that Asking Alexandria copied it from Dream Theater now just because they're a bigger band.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. I just thought it was really funny. I assume, I guess it's just some stock thing someplace. Definitely, yeah.
1: Wow. must be. I don't like so anymore, I'm gonna weird. change
0: it. <laughs> it's not my second yeah, one. What, is, what did you work on for Um month? I did
1: venue for that. And uh, um the reason why I'm putting this in my second one is again I'm, you know, blowing my own horn. But um <laughs> around measure forty four, I I basically i I made up this technique where um if you put a lot of um space bushes, like one after the other with another post processing event that cancels each other out, this is like really in depth venue stuff right now. Yeah. Um you know, I I did that about uh, I think with sixteenth intervals, and it creates this amazing stop-start effect. And um, oh, did you use that in Veil too? Um, I did it once in Veil, but that yeah. was just for uh, um two different parts. But like the main part in this is that um it replicates yeah. the sound happening where it like goes and there's yeah. a um. You know, a space wash on every single one of those. It's quite, it's really complicated to do. And I've started doing it in, th- you know, more recent songs than that, but, um.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention that, uh, I noticed it recently in, I think, in, in I believe it was Vale, if it's the one I'm thinking of, and I was just like, wow, that's actually super really awesome.
1: I, I you know, I, li- I like to do a new thing each time I do a venue. That's what I try right. to do, at least. A new technique, sort of. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, some of better than others. Like, uh, for Firefight during the solo, I, um, uh, <laughs> On every single note in the dueling guitar and key solo, it, that, that's Firefight, isn't it? I think so: Yeah, that's yeah, that's fire yeah,
2: that's firefight.
1: yeah. um i uh, I put a post-processing change from red to green to blue on every single one of those notes, so um it was like you know like a really powerful strobe effect, but actually, in right. game, you can't really notice it because the, the you know they switch that fast, so um that was one of my failed expeditions, really. <laughs> venue.
2: That that actually, that actually sounds like something they've outlawed in several countries. <laughs> I like don't sh- think
0: I don't think people can play that song in Japan now.
2: Yeah, I, like no, ser- they did seriously have regulations now about how fast you can flash a red light on a television.
0: Awesome, that's pretty awesome. I'm literally causing seizures. <laughs> you might, in fact, be doing that
2: seizure
1: Sharia.
0: But this effect that you're describing, I don't think is very seizureish. I just think it looks cool. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a stop motion effect, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really it, it impressive. It works
1: the, definitely the best in Morte Darbo, which is why I've chosen that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those are your first two tracks. What's your final one? My final track would be um, So Fine by The Breakdown, which Ooh, I did excellent. drums for. And, um, I mean, maybe not now, but especially, you know, when I first authored it, I thought this is
0: the most fun song I've ever played, seriously. <laughs> it is a very fun song.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, the, it's the ride bit, with like the arm and mm-hmm. brake sort of thing.
0: Dur- while the guy raps, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it it feels like a llama, except not unreasonable. Yeah, it's like llama, <laughs> I believe that's what we
0: said when we uh, talked about it on the podcast earlier. I'm sure we like, did way earlier, like at the beginning of the year earlier. But yeah, continue.
1: Um, but um, yeah, and it has some quite fun triplet rolls towards the end of those sections as well. But um, yeah, it's just a fun song to play, and I really enjoy authoring it as well because mm-hmm. I mean a lot of a lot of the songs you get, if they're metal songs especially, they'll be um. The separated stems will be totally separated, which you know makes it easy to author, but it doesn't really feel authentic enough. But um, with um, the breakdown, for example, they they have separate stems, but there's lots of bleed, which makes it feel um, authentic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when that happens, it's quite fun to author that because it feels like a challenge. Then you know,
0: certainly, and that is
1: less of a challenge than when it's single stem and just horrible and
0: <laughs> terrible. That is a that is a really fun track to play through. Uh, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. should I go into my stuff now? Yes. Okay. Go for so, it. So, my first pick here is a cop out because I'm going to say my own songs. <laughs> That's
4: uh, cheating. Yeah.
0: I've put out two of my own songs through the Authors, um, and I've forgotten the names of both of them now somehow. Um, uh,
2: there's <laughs> "Autumns of Optimism" Autumns and of "A Fresh Start."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks: I should not know those better than you. I know. Ops of optimism and a fresh start. They're both. It's really fun to really to author something that you've worked on, um, to write because it's a much different experience, knowing how everything's played. So it becomes this weird challenge of being like, well, I need to keep these pitches consistent, but I also need to try and keep it how I played it <laughs> in a mm-hmm. different way. So it becomes pretty complicated and it's, it's a much different experience that I enjoy. Um, so that's those two. That's probably uh, why
2: most bands don't author their own stuff.
0: Yeah, because it is pretty challenging.
1: Well, I'd say the um, reason for that is because I imagine people who all auth- well, I-, I just don't think they have the experience to do it. Because you need, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest, you you have need to have played a lot of rock band to have done it.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. and you and I mean, let's not, let's also be honest. The docs are really big.
2: Yeah, it takes <laughs> like, a lot. Of time. Really big, and intimidating.
0: Yeah, and intimidating. Um, my second song is England Rock Anthems by Richard Campbell. Mm, oh, that's a good one. In honor of Jake. No. <laughs> um, I did drums on this one. A Slight drum theme in this episode. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, Richard Campbell's drum stuff is super, super fun to listen to and fun to, uh, author to because it's very, it's very on purpose. <laughs> like he, do- he doesn't do anything on accident, so you can sort of author Everybody everything it it, isn't he Yeah. Yeah, and uh, his fills are just super like, spot-on mm-hmm. and precise, and just, it just sounds great. It's super clean. And that track in particular just has tons of super fun fills. I remember I authored it to Ear based on what we had, and then I found, I looked through the video of, that he had put up with Chaz, parts of him playing the actual song, and uh, pretty much it all matched up almost perfectly, so I was like, sweet, man. That's awesome, you know, that's the benefit of having a super clean stem. Um,
2: One of the things I like about the Richard Campbell drum songs is that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, the people, uh, drummers, they'll want to, you know, stop using a cymbal and sort of keep time on a tom to give, you know, like a, you know, a different feel to the song, you know, but mm -hmm. like sometimes they'll just ride on the floor tom, but Richard Campbell, he's like, I'm going to ride on every tom.
0: (laughs) It's true. Um, And he's going to use every tom in pretty much every fill that he does. Yeah. It's uh, pretty awesome. So, my number one song that I've gotten to work on is another drum song. You might know it. It's by a band called Paul and Storm. It's called Nugget Man.
2: Oh, yes.
0: I can Uh, totally see that. I loved doing drums on this track. It was super fun. It has tons and tons of drum lanes, which I am a big proponent of drum lanes. I know a lot of people hate them.
1: No, I I really like them. No, they're good.
0: Um, a lot of people have trouble with them, and, you know, they're kind of glitchy, which is Me. true. <laughs> they're certainly a little glitchy, but I, this song requires them, in my Yeah,
2: opinion. it does. I, w- I would rather see drum lanes in this song than the alternative, which mm. is just to magic buff the entire thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and being able to use those lanes, and just going through it, and having this super simple song, and at the very end, it's just super crazy, all these fills, uh, big swing beat, so... You know, that adds a lot of difficulty to it. And then, the big drum solo at the very end that we got to author because we wanted to keep the vocals intact.
1: I love Um, authoring stuff like that so much. I envy (laughs) you. Which
0: Zeno's a huge fan of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much so. Have you played the end of that song yet? i played it. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of it?
1: I I love it. Because, you know, we've had this discussion before. I'm a massive fan of sort of just crazy stuff like that, you know, um... Uh, what's Magic that? Bus. Yeah, Magic Bus, uh, the Dead Weather song, No Hassle Night.
0: Oh, that's it, yeah. The beginning of No Hassle Night, which has that really I insane love playing thing.
1: Stuff like that. Even if I can't FC it, I just enjoy doing it. <laughs> I, it, it essentially defeats the purpose of Rock Band in
0: general, yeah. though. Because- Hold on, I just want to point out you're putting sound defense to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've been, I have I've did this in my previous podcast, too, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing
2: with you. Sorry, um, right. but yeah, um, I just enjoy that.
1: <laughs> I've yeah, run out of steam
0: now. Sort of, of, of arhythmic <laughs> sort of stuff that just gives you this—it gives you a connection to the drummer as opposed to the song, yeah. which is interesting.
1: Basically, all um, the sort of big rock endings, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And then I, the one in Nugget Man is not too obscenely difficult. It's not nearly as hard as something like No Hassle Night or Magic Bus, but it, it's difficult enough to be a lot of fun. I think, and I had a blast going through it.
3: Okay, so I'm Brady Peterson, or Con Fury on the creators forum and Score Hero. I started working for Rhythm Authors in January of 2010, about a month before Rockman Network officially launched. I first got into Rhythm Gaming when Guitar Hero 2 came out for the 360. A month later I found Score Hero and have been hanging around there since then. Once I heard about Rockman Network and saw Rhythm Authors hiring quality assurance people, I knew I wanted to give it a go. I was kind of weary at first since I had no musical background aside from playing rhythm games and listening to music, but I had a good understanding of how charts should be authored. At Rhythm Authors, I mainly work on guitar and bass charts. They're the instruments I've had the most experience with and know what to look for. I started out just QAing, but I've been authoring a lot more lately. I've dipped into drums, venue, and even authored a song on vocals, but that wasn't exactly easy. So I stick to guitar and bass, and plus keys now with Rockman 3. My favorite part of the job is having a hand in creating these note charts that will end up playing over and over again. The rock Band really takes enjoying music to a new level since you're not only listening to the music, but you're sort of experiencing it and seeing exactly what is going on with each instrument that helps make the song. I've gotten to work on a bunch of great songs and have discovered a lot of cool artists. I've worked on songs like "Bleed" by Mashuga, The Great Plains by Scale the Summit, Buttersnips by Periphery, and Genius by The Bolt. And they are all really fun to work on and they're some of my favorite bands now. So yeah, I've really enjoyed working at Rhythm Walker so far, and have become friends with a lot of cool people and found a bunch of new cool bands. Hopefully I can keep doing this for a while. Or maybe you would move up in the rhythm gaming industry and do this for a living.
0: And welcome back from that break. This week we've only got one song, unfortunately. Uh, very sad. But it, fortunately it is a very good song. It is a good song. So it is definitely a good song. Jake, what is that song? Uh, the song is All Signs Point to Lauderdale it's by down, a So I'm stuck all my friends. Don't give up. Don't tell
1: me that it's just bad
0: luck. When will I find where I've been? In? I hate this town. Cause no one can understand. I
4: just can't be tied
3: down. Nothing goes between me and my friend. So now I.
0: Now the taste of all signs points to Lauderdale by a day to remember. Zeno Sharia, what do you think of that track?
1: Um, I like that song a lot. Um, it, it reminds me of Better Off This Way, but I think they're on the same album, aren't they? They, they are. Yeah. yeah, they are. But um, I you know I, I really like better, better Off This Way as well. But yeah, um, I I enjoy the bridge bit where uh, it's basically like kicks and toms on the drums. You know that part? Sorry,
0: I'm. It's, it's like it's yeah, like 20 yeah. past. I, I can't concentrate. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. Cool. yeah. I was really. I, I had a lot of fun authoring that part. Um, sort of talking about drums right in for a second. I think this is. I say this every time, but <laughs> this is a good song. to Pick up the double bass version of. <laughs>
1: well, because there's the way nothing you super it fast on that. single pedal is quite similar to it. I think three out of four kicks are there on single pedal.
0: Yeah, most of like you're not missing much if you get the single pedal version but the double pedal version is just that much more uh interesting and fun and not overly difficult i think yes it's not like the terrible or it's not terror horse yeah
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's not like super long strings of you know kicks you're not gonna be you know walking in place sort of thing
0: yeah definitely it's
2: just like here you're gonna kick a couple more times yeah um how about them keys? them (laughs) keys them keys (laughs) Uh all right let's let's we have to discuss this for exactly as long as the keys are in the song. All right, uh, they're really short. Sound defense, how about those guitar? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, oh no, the the keys the keys are almost impossible to hear in the original mix or the first half of the keys are. But mm-hmm. in our mix we managed to point them out, pull them out like a lot. Like mm-hmm. they're like the most prominent instrument at that point. So that may surprise a lot of
0: people who come in and pick up the song. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it sounds good with them pulled out, I think. It, it does, it's a shame like that it's it. kind of buried in the uh, the reference points.
1: I think that about love songs with a keyboard in them, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. Buried quite a bit.
0: Yeah, now that I've started working like in my own music with using keys, I have to be conscious of not burying them so that they're inaudible. Um, and, I mean, a lot of really interesting guitar work, too, I think. Uh, a lot of fun patterns, right?
2: Yeah, they do. I, I like that. Like, There's this one pattern where you have, like, uh, chords where one finger stays constant and the other fingers sort of descend down the thing, and it's all, uh, it's all hopos,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: it 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 looks really fun to play.
0: Yeah, specifically it anchors the blue, and then it sort of does the three notes beneath it. Um, mm-hmm. that I, yeah, it looks really cool when you see it. It sort of catches you off guard at first, but it, I think it plays really well. Or it looks like it plays very well. Um, you want to talk about vocals? Did you do vocals on this sound effects? Uh,
2: I did vocals on this. I did. I think I did vocals for every song in the victory batch.
0: Oh, really? I figured yeah. you did vocals at least for everything, every day to remember song. Yeah. Is there anyone else that even, even does vocals? Bill? He likes does vocals.
2: Oh, yeah? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He, he and I sort of trade off on vocals and keys, more or less. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's all talkies, then sometimes I'll just throw whatever. Conferi did a vocals chart at one point. <laughs> the Black God song, I think yeah
2: but yeah the vocals for this one uh, they were uh, pretty fun to do because the day to remember, they have really satisfying harmonies, especially in their choruses mm-hmm. and, and that was pretty cool to do and it's especially when I can you know pull out individual voices that cover the course of an entire song, and I can just keep uh, that voice on one harmony line and it like gives a sense of consistency to the singers, and that's really fun.
0: yeah, that's, but, that um, that is always very satisfying. Especially, like, with the Blinky 182 pack that came out recently. Um, mm-hmm. They have a couple songs like that where you get to, you know... Mark nice. Hoppus is Mark Hoppus is the blue one, and then... Tom. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, guy I don't like, is <laughs> on the orange one. Yeah, uh,
2: I also did that for all the Asking Alexandria songs they gave me. Which is great, because I'm pretty sure they have three singers that they like to use. But Yeah, so it fits uh, perfectly. So the main thing I want to talk about is how when I was doing... Uh, the song I've had a couple of questions on vocals, and so I went to the internet for help. And I I spent like an hour looking, and I finally realized that there is literally no place on the entire internet where you can get all the lyrics 100 percent correct. Was... until now, until now. I I went ahead and Worth I made the video. two dollars to get the lyrics correct. <laughs> Absolutely, or you can just look at my video. But uh, when I Shh. when I noticed that, I... <laughs> okay, <laughs> Don't you have to tell spend. them that. But when, I, when I noticed that, I seriously, I, I went to town on the lyrics. I just uh, checked, double-checked, triple-checked everything to make sure it was super perfectly accurate as much as it could be. Mm-hmm. And also, I had reference lyrics from Victory. And were they accurate? Yeah. Were they, like, perfect? Um, they were not perfect. There was uh, the occasional missing word in there.
0: Yeah. That's it, a, that stuff's always understandable, though. Someone gets it, you know, they have something written down, they get in there, they change, like, a couple words here and there. Yeah, that
2: sort of thing happened, but I I feel like we are, like, the most perfect resource for the lyrics for this song, and that makes me happy.
4: Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Brian Westbrook. I go by B-West Plays Drums on the Creators and Rock Band forums. I'm the audio engineer here at Rhythm Authors. Uh, which means my job is to tempo map the songs, mix the stems into their playable parts, and make the song sound as good as possible, as close to the CD mix as possible. I'm also the account director at Rhythm Authors, which means I'm responsible for corresponding with potential and current clients, and sometimes I actually author songs every once in a blue moon. I joined Score Hero uh, many years ago. My account there was BrianSpud33. I started making guitar customs for Guitar Hero 2. Um, stopped when I got busy with college. Uh, eventually graduated from college with my degree in sound recording technology from UMass Lowell, um, and that was right about the time when the RBN first got announced. Um, so, with you know my background in audio production and experience with making Guitar Hero custom songs. It was pretty much a natural progression to get involved with the Rock Band Network. So basically, as soon as the Rock Band Network was announced, I set my resume into Rhythm Authors immediately, and here I am a few years later. I originally started off mostly authoring drums, vocals, uh, and doing venue and camera and lighting, Uh, but over the past year or so, I've mostly been focused on doing audio mixing as well as the occasional vocal authoring or QA assignment. I'd have to say that one of my favorite parts about being involved with the Rock Band network and with Rhythm Authors is getting the chance to work on a song from a from a band that I'm a fan of. Uh, two names that come to mind immediately are Between the Barry and Me and a Wilhelm Scream. You know, those those two bands are favorites of mine, and getting the chance to work on those those songs is just a lot of fun. I think one of the coolest parts of the process for me, though, is just being able to listen to the separate audio stems um, for whatever song I'm working on. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a band that I'm a fan of or that I've ever even heard before. Um, but there's really two parts for that for me. The first is being a musician. I've played drums for about 10 years, and I played keyboards before that. Um, but you know, just being able to analyze all the individual instruments—the you know, drums, bass, guitars, keys, vocals—you just get a really cool perspective on the song and into the into the creative process and the songwriting just from being able to hear everything separate. The second side of that for me is being an audio engineer and being able to analyze the recording itself. You know, what the, what the band did to get those drum tones or guitar tones and what the audio engineer did during the mix to, you know, make the final product sound the way it does. And it's a it's especially challenging when we get raw stems totally unmixed, unprocessed, And at that point, it's my job to make the rock band mix sound as close to the CD mix as possible. Um, Sometimes that's a lot of fun to do. Sometimes it's incredibly frustrating. But, you know, either way, it's, it's always fun, it's always challenging, and it's an experience I couldn't get anywhere else.
0: That concludes our anniversary edition of the Rhythm Authors podcast. One complete year. Woo, all right. so this is the part where we chant four more years as if we're a president. But no, no.
2: We're, we're supposed to chant five more years like bad
0: religion tells themselves every single year. <laughs> um, if you would like to help us out, you can subscribe to us in iTunes. Uh, that's the best place to subscribe to this podcast. If you want to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to rhythmauthors.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at at @rhythmauthors, And if you want to know more about the Rock Band Network itself, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com.
2: If you are incredibly bored and for some reason want to hear what I have to say and do, you can check out my videos on YouTube at SoundDefenseRB. You can see my various Twitter musings at, at the sound defense. and you can also read my various writings at crack.com and nintendogal.com. Um,
1: and if you enjoy the way that I pronounce things, or if you want to argue with me on how I pronounce things, such as erb, um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at Xenochria, which is spelled X-E-N-O-C-H-R-I-A. Um... Oh, like Zenokria. Yeah, well, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um I'll, I'll be doing a venue tutorial video like because i'm basically the venue guy for rhythm authors and um i don't think that's an avenue that's really been explored you know tutorial wise so mm-hmm. um when my band song starts to going through the, pa- the pipeline that will be happening then and um if you want to check that out that will be uh red eden which is our band and you can find that out on facebook and stuff yes do you guys have a do you guys have a band camp uh we don't have a bandcamp because I only made the facebook page about a week and a bit ago and oh, right. yeah we're waiting, we're waiting to get um our first song mixed before we right. start a bandcamp
0: yeah uh as for me you can follow me on youtube at mistaken or mistakensh you can follow me on twitter at, at @mistaken you can find my writing at gamezone.com and pms clan website pmsclan.com and you can listen to my original music at mistaken.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. So, no, Sharia, thank you so much for coming on. I thank apologize for making fun me. of your name. Uh, that's
3: okay.
0: <laughs> uh, you bring a level of class to this podcast that we truly do not deserve. Oh, come on. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no stinger this week, guys. As you may have noticed, uh, there's some weird echo in this episode of the podcast, and that's because Zanosharia somehow managed to record us through the Skype call as well as himself, so I had to spend about three hours editing out piece by piece everything that we said out of his STEM file. Um, So I don't really want to do that with a stinger. (laughs) So no stinger this week.